thanks so much for coming down and um, we wanted to ask you really about what you think the effects of the pandemic have been on the students that are now our first years you know what difference maybe has their experience during the pandemic had on sort of the skills and the knowledge and and just really their kind of self-confidence really if you could tell us a bit about that it'd be great Oh, thanks, Becky. Their experience has been so disrupted, hasn't it, in so many ways, because they've had periods where it's been full lockdown, so they've been learning completely at home. Then periods where they've been back in school or college, but possibly um, off self-isolating, getting hybrid lessons, and then back off again isolating. Um, so I think that sort of disruption will probably have affected them in lots of different ways. And one particular key one will be their experience of, kind of socialisation and group work and spending time with other students, because... Um, that period in college is so important in terms of those skills, working in those smaller groups. Um, and I think coming into um, the university setting, working in very, very large areas in lectures, etc., I think they're going to find that very intimidating because they just won't have that experience. Even the times they'll have been in college or school will have been in much smaller groups, whereas obviously your lectures can be hundreds of students. So I can imagine quite a lot of anxiety around that. Uh, I think positives will be that they're um, comfortable now with various aspects of online learning, how that's developed over time. So accessing sort of VLE type resources, um, online resources, submissions online. I think they should be more confident in that. So that's probably a positive difference you'll find compared to previous years, maybe. And when we were talking before, I think you mentioned that um, most of your students now should be pretty good with Teams and using other kind of online tools. So I guess that's a bit different from where we were before in terms of that kind of um, yeah, the experience that students have had with um, those sorts of ways of learning, I guess. Yeah, I think definitely. Um, asked to be found students in general got on very well with online learning in that respect and the technical side of it. They could all use Teams, they could all submit work, they could all use various interactive um, tools like Padlet, for example, to uh, engage in lessons. So I think that's a big advantage and a difference you'll probably find that maybe you don't have to have that same level of training up. Um, I think one issue you will get though is there's been a lot of variation in provision across different institutions, different mm. colleges, different schools. So again, may not having that kind of expectation that everybody can definitely do a particular programme because there wasn't really a set way of doing it at the A level um, as maybe you would expect. So yeah, I think that variation in students coming in will be something I have to look out for and not necessarily expecting them to be able to do it, although the vast majority should be able to. You were talking in the workshop that we've just been in about um, transitions and how when you take them from GCSE to, to becoming A-level students, you try and do a kind of graduated approach. And um, I thought that was something really interesting for us to think about in terms of how strange it must feel for them to come from a small group of maybe 20 students at A-level to suddenly be in this huge lecture theatre with possibly 400 students and a very different way of teaching. So I just wondered if you could tell me a little bit about what those lessons might have been like that they came from so that we could maybe understand why that's maybe such a big leap. Yeah, I think it's it's a big factor, I think, because essentially they finished their A-levels in June, say, and they come and start with in September. That is only a few months. So they're not going to change drastically in those few months. And our lessons at A-level tend to involve a lot of engagement with individual students. So that can be through questioning, uh, giving individual support. Um, so students feel that they've had a lot of one-on-one interaction with their teacher, whereas obviously, yeah, as you say, coming to that lecture theatre, they then lose that. Um, I suppose maybe it's thinking about the way you structure certain activities to help bridge that gap for them. Be aware 
to, and say to the students today, you know, there is a gap and that, because I can imagine a lot of them maybe start and do feel quite intimidated by it. And maybe they look around the room and think, oh, everybody else is okay with this and I'm not. Mm-hmm. So I think acknowledging that difference will be a big part of it. It's certainly something we do at college. We try and acknowledge when they come from school to college that it is different. There are going to be different ways of working and trying to help build them into that more A-level mindset. And I do wonder if that's something you could do in terms of undergrads as well, just acknowledge the difference and talk about ways of supporting the students and managing that difference. I'm very passionate and very big believer in making students um, aware of their own learning process and how they can develop that. So I think that could be a key part of it, couldn't it? You know, think about what skills are they going to need at university in these lectures to make them successful. Because I can certainly imagine, as I say, students looking around and feeling like everybody else gets it apart from them. Mm. I imagine that could be a very isolating, sort of lonely experience. So I think acknowledging that it is an issue and then suggesting strategies would be a big help in that, yeah. And maybe that's some way we could use some of the things we've learned over the last 18 months to help with that. So we've been using Padlet, which is a bit like, what was the thing that you... Pad deck we used, yeah. it looks quite similar to Padlet, really. And um, I think there might be ways of using um, some online things. I know in law they're doing that at the beginning with their students to try and get the students to talk to each other on Padlet. They can post anonymously if they want to and that sometimes frees you up to ask those questions and be a bit braver. Do you think there's things that um, sixth form colleges have learned through the pandemic that they might actually bring into what they're they're kind of non-pandemic teaching? Yeah, I think definitely sort of our interaction with online resources and, and the way we make things available for students to access, uh, I think is definitely going to be a big part of that. We're definitely moving more towards use, increased use of VLE in terms of that sort of thing. So students have got extension resources, support things available there and giving them the opportunity to access those, uh, particularly because we were creating lots of them for the support learning during the pandemic so the fact that they're then carry on using them mm. and because students are more willing and able to do that and find mm. those resources and interact with them i think that'll be a big part of it just thinking um about what you were saying then though about um answering asking those questions i think that is a big issue i think students will find coming in because they're probably quite used to the teacher walking around the class and saying do you understand this and giving them the opportunity to ask for help so not necessarily relying on the students doesn't necessarily have to um, you know, sort of come to the end of the lesson and say, you know, I don't understand this, etc. And so that kind of opportunity um, for the undergrads, I think, would be a big um, help, really. Because I can imagine lots of students would mm. feel intimidated not having that uh, one-on-one opportunity to ask questions and ask for support. So, mm. yeah, I think that so, sounds like a, a good way of using the technology to do that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and hopefully more people have had that experience, they can kind of supplement what they're doing yeah definitely because we certainly uh, we certainly found anecdotally uh, i know some of my colleagues in other institutions said that they found that some of their students who maybe were quieter during lessons actually came out of their shell a bit more on the online activities uh, because they weren't uh, maybe as intimidating in a larger sort of group um, it wasn't something that I, I, I found myself particularly but um yeah so essentially yeah giving the students that opportunity online to do that i think it's something they really grasp I guess one of the real differences and, and something that might be really difficult for our students or at least very different for our students is um, I think from listening to you talk you really have a sense of who your students are you also have quite a lot more information about your students about maybe their background and any challenges they already face so um, I think that must be a really big difference for them coming here where there's there may be more students but also that the, the people who are teaching them 
don't get to know them as well necessarily and we don't have all that kind of background information so I don't know whether you could just tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, um, I definitely think there's uh, lots of information provided for us about our students uh, in turn, and this is across schools and colleges in terms of uh, possible barriers to their learning, whether that might be circumstances at home or um, individual learning needs, learning differences, etc. And also just the fact that, yeah, you are several hours a week with this student in a relatively small group, like you say 20 ish often and the fact that you can have a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with those students it means you do get to know them very clearly and they get to know you as well and the development of that relationship and that positive sort of secure relationship is a big part i think of successful teaching at a level so i can imagine yeah they can feel very um i suppose it's just it's just not there is it it's that they had this with their teachers often who they've had for two years as well so lots of a level students have the same teacher across two years suddenly that's taken away from them and they've then got these large um, impersonal, impersonal groups uh, with lectures you might only see once a week, etc. Mm -hmm. So again, maybe acknowledging that as an issue and talking about ways of, kind of trying to get around that and cope with that. Because um, as I was saying earlier, I, can, I get the feeling that students often do feel like these issues are only affecting them, particularly if you don't acknowledge them. And I know from my classes, if you acknowledge issues that the wider student body faces, it feels much more to the students like it is co it is manageable, they can cope with it, you can suggest mm. strategies to support them. Um, so yeah, so I think identifying that difference in relationship and talking about it would be a really key thing. Because yeah. um, I think there's just kind of an expectation of when we get new students that they should just know how things mm -hmm. work and this is just how it is and they should just get used to it. But I think acknowledging there is a difference is a big part of helping students cope with that difference. Yeah, it's a huge change as well. When you see all these students moving away from home and coming here and it, not only is the learning environment so very different and quite intimidating really, um, but they've, they've also got to cope with all the rest of the things that come with being independent. Yeah, um, yeah I think that's an issue around sort of a lack of support, a lack of the support networks they've relied on mm -hmm. for years essentially, you know, particularly through the pandemic and you know, um, all the difficulties that we face there, you know, friends and family being even more important than ever and the fact that that's been removed from them when they come here, which is, it's positive in the ways that it helps encourage independence and stuff, but it's also kind of acknowledging the fact that it's happened and again, you know, if you are feeling like this, this is the support you can get for that, rather than just kind of sort of making students feel they're going through it alone. Thanks very much, Dan. Um, you can hear the podcast of Dan's uh, workshop. Um, I think there'll be a link in the description. So do have a look at that and find out a bit more about what Dan's been doing in the last 18 months and uh, about where our students are coming from.